Yajon, Yajon, this is Vince. What's up, guys? Just me today, and this is Remnants. Well, I just got off work not too long ago. Went and grabbed me a Popeye sandwich, a spicy one. It ain't shit. It really wasn't. I, I didn't like it. It wasn't all that to me. I don't think it's worth dying over. I mean, I think basically it was like just a spicy mayo. That was pretty much it, but... Last week was Halloween. Hope you guys have fun on Halloween. Um, let's see what I do. I took the kids out over to my auntie's house. Took them go trick or treating. My boy was Cat Boy, and my girl was a little lamb. We just went up and down one block. So my boy definitely had fun. It was his first year going trick or treating, even though he's three this year, but. He actually ran with the big boys this year. And my little girl, I pretty much just carried her um, around. Well, I pulled her in a wagon too. And uh, yeah, I didn't really want to take her to a house. But the first house I took her to, the old lady opened a door and was like, Oh, are you the last one? My little cousin was like, uh, Nope, I'm not the last one. So I walked in with my little girl. And walked up to her. I was already getting a bad vibe from her. It was like. was it? It was like. I don't know. It was just weird. Because. Got up to her. And then. She was like. Oh. Hmm. Can't she eat candy? My little girl is only one. Yes. She eats candy. But she made it seem as if like. I don't know. It was just a bad vibe. Maybe because she was white. I don't know. Feel a little racism, or I don't know. Or maybe she thought I was eating the candy. I don't eat candy like that no more. But that was the first house I took her to. Before that, my uncle dressed up as an incredible, and he was grabbing the candy for my little grandma and one of the little niece that's about one and a half. So he did all that, but that was the house I went to. I the first house I took my little girl to go home, get some candy in. That happened, so that was weird. Um, top of that, me and my wife went to a a Halloween party. That was fun. My wife was Catwoman and I was Batman. The last minute costume we just grabbed at Party City. The party was good. Winter Soldier was there. Um, Black Widow was there. Harry Potter was there. Forrest Gump was there. Deadpool was there. A lot of Marvel characters, but not a lot of DC. But yeah, we had a good time. It was fun. When it comes to Halloween, there's usually three things that come to my mind. First one is scary movies and scary stories. Second one is candy, trick or treating, obviously. Third one is costumes. Those are the three things that come to my mind when it comes to Halloween. Alright, so movies. I'm not a big fan of scary movies, never was. But I did watch a few, and the ones that, when it comes to scary movies, I think about Chucky. Because my cousin, every time, back when I was a kid, when I went and go crash over their house, they loved to scare me with that movie. And so, they'll just always put it on. I didn't like Chucky. Chucky was an ugly-ass doll. Other scary movies that I did watch, that I thought was pretty good, that I, I like, I like, I liked it, The Conjuring. I thought that was a good movie. Um, Juwan or The Grudge. 
That was a creepy movie when I was a kid. Insidious was a good one too. I get why adults, I get why older cousins, they like to put on scary movies for kids though. I do that. I do that with my nephews, my little brother. The reason why I do that is because they're running around being naughty as shit. You put on a scary movie, they'll bunch up in one spot and watch it. I remember my cousins and my brother, we used to do that too. Like, we'll watch a scary movie. It'd be dark. We'll turn off all the lights. I think Signs, that alien one. I think that's what it was called. That movie, man, we used to sit down on the couch or like have sleeping bags when we slept over at Grandma Grandpa's house. We'll just sit there and watch that movie, right? I remember that part in Sign where the alien walks out from, I think, the field or walks past a wall or something, something like that. Me and my cousin will pause it right when that happens. And then we'll go like, see, we can see it right there. That goes his leg. Dude, aliens exist. Even though it's like just movie. <laughs> that was funny. That was fun times. And then there was that other one too. Uh, something about the witch. Something about <clears throat> these people going to the woods. And then they start finding or losing people. I forgot what it was called. But it was something about a witch killing people that comes into that forest or something. It was like a where they had a camera and they were like going through the forest to find something. They kept getting lost and lost and lost and I think at the end they at, at the end of the movie they come to this house and there was someone in there. I forgot what that was, but that was a creepy one too when I was a kid. The only movies well it's not a movie, a TV series I like right now that I was hoping they came out with season two ready was uh what was it? The Haunting of the Hill House. That is a good one. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's creepy, but it has a good storyline to it. That's why I liked it. It was pretty messed up. When it comes to scary movies or TV shows, me and my cousins, we always like enjoyed watching those stuff at nighttime. Especially if like somebody has cable and we'll just watch like Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters, I don't know, I don't, I don't remember what it was called, but one of those where they go investigate one night, it's always interesting watching those stuff, but when it comes to horror movies, I'm not a big fan of, I, I don't, I don't like being scared like that, it comes down to scary stories, dude, my cousins, they have a lot of creepy stories, and a lot of those are like, based on their stories, obviously, since it's reminisce, it's not really a good reminisce, but they used to tell me stories like when they would sleep in their room, and it's in the basement too, um, there would be a big black figure peeking from the door, just staring at one of my cousin. And also my cousin, I don't know why, I remember him telling me that he waved at it. That's the least you could do. And then all of a sudden, that figure just opened the door, came in, and I, I don't remember what else, but maybe sat on him, Machuam, sleep paralysis or something. That's probably what it was. All those stories we could tell another time. Hopefully next year, I'll probably bring on like cousins and friends, somebody who got some good scary story to tell and share with y'all. 
The only story I can share from my perspective, I only got two. The first one, the first story was at camp when I was in fourth grade. Mr. Osvone, that that was my fourth grade teacher's name. We had this campground that we would go to pretty much every season. So there was the fall, the winter, and the spring. I think at this time, it was during the fall that we went. And when we went, this campsite, this campground, I don't remember what it was called, but it was a campground that was basically on an island, kind of. When you enter the campground... There's a bridge that crosses over a stream, which is basically connected to the lake that the island's on. So that's basically a campground on an island. And from what I remember, it was a pretty cool place, but it was creepy too. I remember this one time, all the boys, us boys, we were in our cabin. And then when the guy, the camp counselor, he was in the room telling us a scary story and i'm pretty sure it was true too but let me explain it real quick so how the camp counselor told us about the story was that back then that campground campsite was more like a i think it was more like some sort of like a medical field or something like that uh don't remember what time era this was but i'm assuming it got to be like in the 80s, maybe. Something like that. But he was telling us that that campground campsite used to be for a medical place. And there was this woman who was pretty much like a nurse. That nurse had a daughter that would carry a Winnie the Pooh bear wherever she went. One night, they had someone go missing. And so all the staff members of that site had to go on a rescue search. That nurse told her daughter to stay at this cabin and don't go anywhere. Hours passed and then as the mother came back, she came back and her daughter was missing. Okay, So obviously they had to get a rescue search team for her as well and remind you it's on an island so it was really not a lot of places you could go eventually they didn't find her but what they did find was this Winnie the Pooh bear that she had and that was pretty much it the story stopped there because one of my buddy back back in uh fourth grade he freaked out he didn't want to hear it no more he closed his ears like, ah, no more no more and so so the counselor just stopped right there. He didn't want to talk about it tell anymore too. But on the look on his face, I remember because he he was pretty intense too after he told us that. It looked like he was spooked because he wanted, he was like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it no more. Okay, I'm sorry. But um, that night, you know, we all just crashed. And um, I think at that campsite, we were there for like a week. I had one night where me being in my cabinet with some uh, some of my classmates. We were in our cabinet. And then there was another cabinet for our other classmates too. One of the classmates in that cabinet told us that one night when he went to bed, 
he woke up in the middle of the night and heard something at the window. So he actually got up and took a look. And he saw the little girl in the story the camp counselor was telling. That little girl was saying something like, where's my pool beer? Where's my pool beer? That's what he told us. Where's my pool beer? Freaking out. Okay, when he when he saw that, he heard that, he jumped right back to bed and like just said, fuck it. But then next morning when he told us that story, he also showed us his bed. And his bed had like red scratch markings on his mattress. And I saw it, but I don't know. If you put that story together, like, I don't know. To me, it didn't make sense. Why would she come to your bed and scratch up your mattress? To me, it didn't make sense. But it is what it is. Sometime that week, we also played a game. Like, um, because we're Hmong. So we play like the Vietnam War. Where we had to play at nighttime and try to escape them. So this campground, it's it's kind of like on a hill in a way. But our goal in that game was to come from the bottom of the hill and go all the way to the top. This was supposed to be like simulating how the Vietnam War was. And our goal was trying not to get caught by the people with the flashlights. The people with the flashlights, they were just basically Hmong. But they, since you know some of the kids there, they weren't Hmong. They were like, white or black or mexican it was a mixed class and so the the people with the flashlights they were Hmong. they pretty much played as the vietnam people that called the Hmong people right i remember me and my buddy randy we started together i remember this specifically we started together at the bottom we were like making a plan we ran up to a bush all right and we were looking left to right, see if we see any of those guys with the flashlights. I turned back to him. I was like, Randy, man, we should go this way. What the fuck? That dude disappeared on me. That was fucked up. And when I turned back straight, looking straight up the hill, <clears throat> that's when I saw the little girl. I know it's pretty crazy. I didn't even think anything of it, though. <laughs> like, for real, I didn't think anything about that little girl, even though the story was told to me. What I thought was another girl from another school because there was like two or three different schools that went to the campsite too. So I thought she was just missing and she was trying to go use the restroom, some shit like that. And so what I did was I saw that little girl and that little girl was walking towards the lake. So what I did, I walked around her. I did for real, I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I was like, man, I'm not trying to get caught. I don't know what you're doing. You about to get caught. I walked around her and got to the top of the hill. When I got to the top of the hill, though, that's when I saw Randy. I was like, dude, the fuck? Where'd you go? Randy was telling me, like, he saw another group of friends, so he just went and hopped with them, which was a bitch move. Left me in the dark trying to survive in this almost like Vietnam War game. I swear to God, man, if... If I'm in a war, if we're if if we're ever in a war, and one of my buddies fucking ditch me like that, dude, ooh, ooh, you a bitch. I hope you get caught. But anyways, that that was my story about um ever seeing anything. That's that was my scary story, I guess. I don't know, it wasn't that scary, but but when we left that campsite, 
But when we left the campgrounds, like it was the last day of the week, and we went back to school, I didn't even think about it until I got home. Like I started putting all the stories together. How my buddies saw it, how the camp counselor was telling us about it, how I saw it. That's when I definitely thought about it. I was like, damn, that, that got to be true. Because, I mean, how he told it was basically what me and my buddy saw. So that was pretty crazy. That's that's one of my s- scary story, I guess. Talking about scary stories, I used to get sleep paralysis or macho, okay? That's what we call it, mom. And... I don't know. It just honestly, it happened a lot when I was in high school. And the theory is that, oh, you know, you go out so much. This is from the old Hmong people, right? They always said, "Don't go out too late, or you'll have something that will follow you home." That could be that. Now, knowing what I know now about sleep paralysis, it could just mean that I'm out too much and. My body doesn't have time to rest. That's why I get the sleep paralysis. But at the same time, it doesn't explain me seeing figures in my bedroom. That's weird, right? So, like I was saying, I I had this every once in a while from when I was like five. From when I can remember. Every once in a while, all the way up to high school... Once I got married, it went away though. But when it happened the most was when I was in high school. It happened like every night for a good month. This was when I was like living at my dad's crib. And my room was down the basement. Which was pretty creepy too, yes. I had some crazy experience. Funny. I'm actually in my dad's house in the basement right now talking about it. Which is a little weird. But one night I had this um i was sleeping one night i was in my room and i usually fall asleep from watching on the laptop and i was watching avatar the last airbender that that was shit back then room is set up is that the wall i'm facing is where the desktop the laptop is and then there's a window to the left of it on that side of the wall and then there's my mattress so what I saw when I was in that state is that I saw a black figure walked across as if like across the screen, but you know, as if a person just walked across the laptop. But the weird thing was, is that it was more like it was walking out to the window. So basically it just went out the window is what I'm saying. That was weird. The second time... That was weird for me was um this one morning I woke up and uh the door opened. As the door opened, I didn't see anything though. This was when I'm in that state. And so the door opened, closed, and I saw as if someone jumped on top of my bed. You can see where the footprint creased down on the bed. And then it pulled my blanket. After that, you know, I, obviously I was freaking out. I woke up right away. When I woke up right away, the blanket was over me. So it was just, it was a weird experience. Because 
this is how I saw it. But when I woke up, it wasn't like that. So that's where the sleep paralysis to me and my jaw comes into play. And that's where I don't know if it's one or the other. Some night it could be Kumacho or some night it could be the sleep paralysis. <clears throat> but for sure, that was one of the weird experience. Another weird experience about that is me crashing at my mom's old house in the living room. Back then, I I didn't really like fall asleep right away. I usually just watch something to knock out. This time, I was sleeping in the living room. And um, as I woke up in the middle of the night, I was in that state. And I was like pretty much facing my grandpa's room. And by my grandpa's door, there's a door to the closet right next to it. In that corner, I saw a black figure. Remind you, I'm paralyzed. As I'm looking that direction... For whatever reason, I saw this black figure just stood up. When it stood up, I closed my eyes. And when I did that, all you hear was... This motherfucker was running towards me and running back to the closet, back to where my grandpa's door was. And it just kept doing that back and forth and back and forth. All you hear was footsteps, left and right, left and right. That shit was creepy too. That was probably one of the creepier ones I had that time when I woke up I finally woke up I went and told my grandpa about it right away and my grandpa's a shaman so you know he'll probably do something when I told him I was like grandpa you know I I just saw this thing and it was bugging me this motherfucker was like running back and forth it was scaring me my grandpa was like oh it's probably nothing dude just go to sleep I was like what the fuck dude I was so mad my grandpa, okay, the thing about my grandpa, he's a cool guy. He's chill. He's just like, okay, whatever. It's probably nothing, you know? And so, like, you know, he told me to go to bed. I was I was pretty upset, so I went upstairs and went to go crash. All of a sudden, you know, this was when my grandma was still around. Rest in peace, grandma. Love you. And, you know, my grandma was like, you know, you better go tell them. You better, you know, you better go do something. And at the same time, my grandpa, Yadakwa, they're basically like guardian spirits for a shaman. You know, they were pretty much telling my grandpa, you got to do something about it too, you know. So all of a sudden, you know, when I'm, I was in my room and I started hearing my grandpa doing his ritual stuff. You know, he comes upstairs saying his uh, uh, ritual stuff. And then, you know, he, he does a blessing on me. And uh, <laughs> I always think this is funny, but... You know how like there's holy water in Christ- Christianity where the priest can make it holy water? See how shaman does, how shaman, they make holy water? They just drink the water and spit in your face. That's holy water right there. So my face got spat on from my grandpa, but hey man, those grandpa turned water into holy water. Saliva into holy water. So he blessed me there. Call dad's my sleep paralysis, my um, macho, I used to call it my visitor. So I used to have a visitor at night. But that eventually went away when, you know, I married my wife. And she started sleeping in the bed with me. So I'm good. That motherfucker was like, oh, damn, he's taken now. Can't come crash over his crib. Knock on wood. 
talking about that, you know, my dad used to tell me that he used to have that too. And um, back then, my dad used to tell me that he, when he was probably, probably, probably like 10, 12 years old, you know, they there was this time he was sleeping in his bed and uh, I think a shadow figure like over him when he was sleeping. And obviously he was in uh, sleep paralysis too, so he couldn't move. And um, I remember my dad telling me that, you know, as soon as that shadow figure got close to him, drew up as much energy, built up as much strength to use his one hand to grab that figure. My dad told me he actually grabbed that shadow figure, right? That shadow figure was struggling. He was trying to get out, scratching my dad left and right, and then eventually bit him. And then as soon as that shadow figure bit my dad, that's when my dad let go. When it let, when my dad let that figure go, it just disappeared. My dad got up right away trying to find out what it was. After that, he never saw it again, you know, or it never really happened to him like that. Mom and my dad were together. Um, my mom told me that she never had that before, too, that experience of sleep paralysis or machua. And so when my mom got married to my dad, that's when it started to happen to her. So that was weird. And then it came down to me, you know. So I don't know if it's. I have no idea. It might be a grudge from what my dad did. Pray to God that my kids don't get that, you know. Sleep paralysis is no fun. I'll tell you that. But yeah, that's that's probably more of a scary story than my camp campground story of the little pool beer girl. Alright, enough about scary story because um, I'm still in my dad's basement and... Some of this stuff happened down here. So, anyways, let's talk about trick or treating. Okay, candy. I'm not a big candy fan. Uh, I'm not a big candy fan anymore. I don't eat candies like that. It's bad for you too. But trick or treating stories. Stories I remember most about trick or treating is probably during high school when I was in my little breakdancing crew. APZ, shout out to y'all. Uh, APZ standing for Action Pack Zombies. Yeah, APZ started around this time too. Action packed zombie. It only makes sense. The first movie we went to go watch was Zombieland. In our group, there consists of six of us. So in APZ, there's me, Red Dog, Yoshi. There's I forget. I'll call him Tomahawk, Cheesy. And Yankee Doodle. Yeah, I'll just call them by that. Okay. During this time when we went to Trigger Dream, I think that year, what was I? I think it was a vampire. I dressed up as a vampire that year. And that year, my boy Yankee Doodle was a driver. You know, he usually drove around his mom's minivan. And we went out trick-or-treating. So Yankee Doodle would, you know, drop us off a certain location. Me and uh, Yoshi, I remember me and Yoshi, we were in one location. They went to another neighborhood. And when me and Yoshi were there, we were just going around trick-or-treating, knocking on doors, of course. And then this one door, I mean, this one house on a corner didn't answer the door. Because obviously this person wasn't participating in Halloween. 
and trick-or-treating. But uh, Yoshi decided to, like, light that place up. And so what he did was he grabbed some fireworks. And I think it was probably just some sprinklers. But it obviously had some booming noise to it, too. And he <laughs> he set it down right in front of the door, lit it up, and we took off. Man, that dude was mad. He was cussing at us. You- that same night, I don't know why, but I was pretty much on my own. I don't know what I was doing. I probably just got lost or something. Went trick or treating, and then they went ahead of me or something. So I took some time to go like spray paint some house. And it wasn't even really spray paint. It was just like a hair dyeing can. That's all I had. Me, you know, just being a teenager, just want to spray paint something because, you know, I'm, I didn't even do anything fancy. All I wrote was zombies. That was it. I didn't even get finished it because. As I was writing it, you know, some dude came out from the alley and yelled at me. So I was like, oh shit, gotta get the fuck out of here. So I took off, you know. But years later, my buddy who lives in that neighborhood was like, so you actually sprayed something on a house? I was like, yeah. Which right? I was like, why do you ask? <laughs> I totally forgot it was in that neighborhood, you know. And he was like, I'm just curious, which right? I was like, I wrote zombies. You remember seeing that? It was like, uh, I don't remember that, but I know somebody wrote something on us, on, on our garage. And I was telling him that even if, you know, I don't I don't know if it was your house. It was a long time ago, but what I wrote was just hair dye. You know, I don't think it, I don't think hair dye was staying on a siding on a garage like that. But anyways, so after trick-or-treating APZ, my group, we decided to go kick it with uh, another B-Boy group, Motion Crew. Shout out to you guys, recipes, Bruce. Yeah, Motion Crew, they're they're good friends of ours. Um, we pretty much learned from them. They were a bigger, well-known group than us. We were just known in school, really. But APZ at least won this first battle back back in junior year in this uh tournament at school. So, but you know. Judges just didn't send us off to the next round. It's on YouTube, too, if y'all ever want to see that. It's not much, but... Yeah, so we went to go kick it with Motion Crew. And uh, being teenagers, you know, we just went out, go drink, have a few beers, play some card games. I don't remember exactly whose house it was. doesn't really matter, but... um, Later that night, I was, after that party... I think we went to, like, two parties. Could have been two parties we went to that night after trick-or-treating. But, I don't remember about that, but anyways, I don't remember about the parties, but what I do remember is sending back Cheesy's, I don't know if he was dating her at the time, but I remember sending Cheesy's girl home, and his girl lived in a cul-de-sac. And when we dropped her off, Yankee Doodle, you know, made that round, you know, made that full circle to get out the cul-de-sac. The car just backed out and blocked the whole street. So, blacked out the whole cul-de-sac. <laughs> and Tomahawk being all fucked up was like, See, man, I told y'all y'all shouldn't park in the driveway. I told y'all y'all should have just dropped her off like a block away. I don't know if it was Tomahawk or Red Dog. One of them said that. And so, like, so like this dude was, like, telling us get out the car, you know. You know, we got to have a talk, whatnot. But I won't go into that story. I'll let another APZ member tell it then we can have a talk about it costumes halloween costumes the thing about costumes during the halloween is that 
I like to dress up as a character from a TV show or anime or something like that. I'm not the best at it, but dude, I could definitely use put. I could definitely put in time, and dude, I would look good. Trust me. I remember. Uh, well, first of all, this year I wasn't happy about my costume though, cause it was a half-ass Batman costume. Got it from Party City, and the costume wasn't even all that. Like in my head, I thought Batman was gonna be badass with the costume I got. As soon as I wore it, tried it on, I was like, man, shit trash dude like the chest plate it was all plastic that thing was flimsy as hell it was like pushing my shoulders out more it just didn't fit me very good i didn't like it plus ass it came with it was attached to the cape and i couldn't even see outside the mask that mask the hole wasn't even like in the right spot for me to look through whatever Uh, we had a party to go that night so we just went to Party City. It was on discount. And I was like, shit. I mean, sorry the last minute. Let's just grab it. But really, what I wanted to be this year, the costume I wanted to wear was, uh, his name was Tomioka. I could be wrong pronouncing it, but he's he's from Demon Slayer. He's Tanjiro's uh, senior. I want to be that guy. And then my wife could have been that poison pillar lady and that would have been dope but this costume's not cheap it's a hundred something to get the whole outfit plus i had time to order it online stuff like that you gotta order it like a week ahead or something that would have been dope though two years ago when i had my boy was alan and my boy was carlos from the hangover yeah i used my son as a prop and it worked out good Nobody expected that, but my beard, because I'm Asian, I had black hair, black beard. I mean, it was close, you know. I turned my son into Carlos, and he was pretty close, too, even though he was wearing a green cast, you know. That was still a dope costume. You know, a lot of people didn't expect me to wear something like that. Plus, I haven't seen it before, too, using a live baby, you know what I mean. Five years ago, I was Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes from The Walking Dead. I went to work and told my coworkers that I was Rick Grimes. Because my coworkers, they watched The Walking Dead too. During that time in The Walking Dead is when Rick Grimes and them, they were just entering Alexandria. So that was like when it, Walking Dead was real good. I'm watching it recently though. It's, it's getting better. It just sucks that everybody died. But when I told my coworkers that I was going to be Rick Grimes, they were telling me, why weren't you Glenn? Most likely because I was fucking Asian and fucking racist. I could be Rick Grimes if I wanted to. I had to be Glenn just because I'm Asian too. Just because he's Asian. But, you know, I try my best to look at like Rick Grimes. Even though I didn't look nothing like him. I'll tell you that. I even put like, you know, the scars on my face like him. I carried a gun. Just, just that my gun was green and... It shot, you know, like those like those Nerf gun bullets. Still worked. That Halloween as Rick Grimes, I didn't do much. I think I just dressed up just for the hell of it. And I went and go kick it with a few of my buddies. My buddy Kid and Chai. Me and Kid went over to Chai's crib to go kick it. And then uh, I think 
I don't even think Kit wore a costume that Halloween. Chai, Chai wanted to be something, but he had no costume. So he decided to be like a mercenary airsoft guy. And this motherfucker came out with his airsoft gun chasing us, trying to shoot us down and shit. And so me and Kid locked herself in the bathroom. This dude was so serious though. Like he really wanted to shoot one of us. Such a fucking bitch. I remember like just <laughs> still in my Rick Grind costume too. So I was like half beat up looking already. And then I had my buddy try and get me with his airsoft gun. This dude was so serious. He was like pounding his own door hella hard. And the door was like just breaking down too. Eventually he gave up though. After that we just went down to checker bars and had a few beer. I don't even think we did much that night at all. But but yeah pretty much when it comes to Halloween. I think about those three things. Either the scary movies. The scary stories. Candy and trick-or-treating. Or about the trick-or-treating adventures. Costumes. Those three things are pretty much what I think about when it comes to Halloween. And every year I try to prepare myself to find out what I'm going to wear. What I'm going to be for that year. I think next year maybe I'll be an anime character. I don't think I've been an anime character yet. This year I could have been Itachi from Naruto though. Because I still got my long hair. When it comes to Halloween, you just got to be safe. Just be with people you know, people you trust. And whenever you go out trick-or-treating, carry a flashlight and make sure you got your people with you. Then I remember my mom used to drive her car around as we trick-or-treat. So as long as you have a guardian with you, a parent or guardian with you if you're under the age, obviously. Or you got your boys with you. Just try to be safe, that's it. Halloween could get a little crazy too. Well, that's pretty much it for this episode. Let me know what you did on Halloween this year. What was your costume? What do you plan to be for next year? Let us know on our Facebook page slash reminisce. Or you can just email us at reminisce2019 at gmail.com. Reminisce is spelled with an A like Asians. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My name is Vince. Come reminisce with us again on the next episode. Jeep!